Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Master Your Mind podcast. We are back today with another episode, another interview, um, and I'm really excited for today's episode. Today, I got the pleasure of interviewing my friend Christina, um, or she go she goes by um, Stina. By Stina Fay is the name of her um, company, her business. Um, she is a multi talented woman. She is just such an awesome human being and I really look up to her um, and she's definitely my go-to plant lady like if I have any questions about <laughs> plants um, I definitely think of her um, and you guys will see what I mean when you listen to the episode but um, it's really good it's really awesome and I'm really excited to um, dive in to her interview and if you guys are you know looking to gain more knowledge of some of the things that we talk about Um, or just get to know her more, you can follow her on the social medias, which I'm going to list in the show notes. So make sure to head over there to check it out um, so that you can follow her and stay in her little, her circle. Um, Because again, she's an awesome human being. Uh, So yeah, without further ado, usually my intros are a bit lengthy, I feel, but I just want to get right into this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy and take a listen. Christina and I know each other from a mastermind that we joined in 2018 to 2019. Um, It was a year-long mastermind. And actually, I also interviewed Ashley from one of the previous podcast episodes. I'm actually interviewing a lot of you guys. So it's actually really nice (laughs) to catch up with you guys Um, and to see how you guys are doing. But yeah, we went on retreats together and we just, it was an awesome experience for that year. Um, Christina is an entrepreneur and I'm just going to have her kind of like introduce herself and share a little bit about what she does. So take it away. (laughs) Hey, so I am Stina Faye. I guess when it comes to titles, it's always so weird. I'm like, what is my title? But I, I identify most with like, I'm a, I'm a creator. I create products. I create courses. I also have a creative studio where I help other people create. So (laughs) <laughs> that's that's my main uh, mission. I make um, flower essences. I do a lot of work with the elements of the earth, the fairy realm, um, <laughs> all that fun stuff. And my business has evolved so much as a result of my spiritual awakening. So I think we'll have a lot to talk about. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally. So when did you, um, to take it back a little bit, when did you kind of first have your spiritual awakening? What was that like for you? Yeah, so that was, I would say it was between like 2016 to 2017, just like starting to notice sensitivities at first. Like at first it was like, oh, I'm watching the news and now I'm having a panic attack. Like what mm-hmm. is going on? Cause I used to be the the one who like knew all the news, knew all the celebrity gossip because I was just, like constantly consuming it and like spitting it back out. And then I got yeah. to this point where I was like literally getting panic attacks from doing that. I had to like separate myself from consumption so much. And then I started to realize, okay, something is different. Like, why am I so sensitive all of a sudden? And that was probably like the peak of it. And I started doing like guided meditations just to like fall asleep. But mm-hmm. I think those meditations like were actually awakening some things inside of me that I didn't even realize (laughs) at the time and then fast forward to like 2017 um, I would say my the peak of my spiritual awakening was waking up one day and literally feeling like um, I didn't know anybody or anything like I was on a different timeline 
Wow. And I don't know, I just woke up and I was just like, okay, this environment, like, I feel like I should know everybody, but I don't really, I feel like a familiarity, but I don't really know what's going on. It felt like, I don't know, I hit like a reset button. So I just started going down the rabbit hole of like spirituality and um, embracing my gifts that were coming through. I was realizing I was like highly clairvoyant, which I think empowers me in my creative ventures a lot. Yes. It's like, <laughs> it's clear seeing. So yeah, I, I mean, that's it in a nutshell, <laughs> how it started. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, oh, you're right. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, I didn't realize that, or maybe I did, but I forgot that it was like shortly before we met in the mastermind, like or a couple years before that, like you really had that awakening. Um, yeah. Were you? Did you feel? Um, were you like into spirituality before then, or just kind of like completely didn't really know much about it, and then all of a sudden, like whoa, down the rabbit hole. I was definitely like in the closet of it. Mm -hmm. And I like, <laughs> as a kid, I would go to the bookstore and I'll go straight to like the witchcraft aisle and be like, how do I make a spell? Like I was always like into like <laughs> witchy stuff and like aliens yeah. and, and crystals. Like I always had crystals, but I didn't really mm -hmm. know much about them. It was more like, it was very surface level spirituality. Mm -hmm. And then once I had like an actual awakening, I started just going deeper with it and wanting to surround myself with people who kind of understood this wavelength, which is how I ended up in the mastermind because, you know, in our immediate yeah. settings, it can be kind of hard to find that, but. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely nice to have people that to be surrounded by people who kind of like understood and got it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. makes it a little more normal. Yeah, you feel, <laughs> yeah, you feel like less, because it does, it can feel, like I felt like the odd one out, you know, like I remember like going down the rabbit hole myself and like then even just wearing crystal like necklaces, which I really didn't know like what they meant. But I remember this one time I was like, guys, I was talking to my friends and I was like, my necklace is like warm. I think that means something. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I swear it means something. <laughs> right. No, I, yeah. I was always like, the weird one I believe well that's my perception of it and I would yeah, say yeah. you know I would have my my certain perceptions that I would share and people like okay Christina you and your yeah. your wacky theories but now <laughs> it's yeah so my awakening has really opened me up to just like new levels of self-trust also because all mm. these things when I was growing up and I thought I was just being weird or silly or like childish imagination running free but it was actually you know tapping into like spiritual dimensions and now yeah. it's been like owning that. So it's like yeah. it's maturation, I guess. Yes, totally. And I think like, um, I know for me, it went from like just learning about the law of attraction to then being like, oh, there's this thing, like there's angels and guides. And then there's like uh, quantum jumping or like all of these like concepts that I was just like, whoa. And it's kind of hard. Like once you get the ball rolling, it's like, it's hard to not to stop. You know, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know if this, let me know if this was your experience, but there were definitely certain topics that I was like, okay, I don't know if I believe that, but this, I believe like, you know right. what I mean? Like, did that ever, did you ever experience that with certain yeah. topics like guides? Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's definitely been a journey of like seeing what resonates as like truth and what doesn't. And then also 
embracing the fact that I don't necessarily have to understand the workings of everything for it to be true. And naturally right. I'm very logical. So that has been like one of the hardest <laughs> parts of the journey. I think that's why I, I really was called towards flower essences in particular, because on a scientific level, it doesn't make that much sense unless you <laughs> like apply like quantum theories. And so being able to dive, I don't know, there's just so many rabbit holes you can dive into. Like once you jump into oh, one yeah. and it opens up another one. But yeah, there's definitely been times when I'm like, all right, that just doesn't resonate. And I think yeah, yeah. that's empowering that's too, okay. like knowing what does yes. and what doesn't. Totally. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you create like a, you know, your own kind of like spiritual practice, that's also, it's a, a similar concept of finding what resonates and what doesn't. So yeah. uh, speaking of that, do you have like a daily spiritual practice or routine? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd love to talk about that because in the yes. beginning of my awakening, um, one of like the most empowering things I did was create a spiritual routine for myself, especially as a business owner. I was still used to just getting up, going onto my computer and just like getting sucked into the, the screens for like however many hours all day long and then just feeling drained at the end of the day. So creating this practice, like a morning routine really helped me I guess, evolve and like, just be present with myself and my work and everything yeah. I was doing. So at first I had like, it was like a, a very intricate, like two hour long thing. I was doing Kundalini. <laughs> I was making my cacao. I was like meditating and like visualizing and doing all these things. I was doing a whole lot of things. So I think in the beginning you want to like try and experiment and explore and see what rituals fit and what mm -hmm. don't. And I think some are for, for certain seasons and then some are for not. But totally. fast forward to now, my routine is it's very condensed. Now I don't really feel as much of a need to spend two hours doing all the things <laughs> anymore, but I do, um, I do still try to meditate in bed um, before getting up. So even if it's just like a 10 minute meditation, yeah. it makes such a difference if I do that before I get up. Yes. And then I also garden. So like tending to my plants is mm -hmm. like a ritual in itself because they teach me so much and it just connects me with the earth. Like anything that brings me back to feeling present is a ritual for me. Yes. And then Love working that. with my flower essences. So I just add a few drops of my flower essences to my drinks and like, okay, I'm like ritual complete. I love that. And I love that you meditate in bed before getting up. I think I need to try that because I will do it like as the last part of my routine. But by then I'm already like up for like an hour or so, like probably checked my phone, you know, <laughs> like yeah. a bunch of times. Like, like that's a good idea. I yeah, like it makes a difference, especially if I do it before I check my phone because you just start consuming all the things. Everything. And I, right. And like that's just like a wacky way to start your day, but it's yeah. also become the norm for a lot of us right. too. Like I, I can't even act like I don't do it, but. <laughs> whatever we can do balance I guess yeah. yes yeah definitely um a trial and error like you were or not, not trial and error but like figuring out like what what works like and then you mentioned right. seasons um because you know I well, did you know about kundalini before joining the mastermind I mean I knew about it from following Brianna Rose but okay yeah that but that did she, you I, she introduced it mm -mm. yeah yeah same um so for those listening, um, Brianna Rose, who I've mentioned on another podcast, was our business coach. She's an awesome person, and she's a, she's a Kundalini business coach. And Kundalini, like I don't even know how to describe it <laughs> because I, uh, I yeah, I don't know. It's a type of 
it's a type of uh, like yoga and meditation, but there's also like the Kundalini energy. I don't know. Yeah. I actually have not done Kundalini in a while. Me neither. I, I do I every now and then, but yeah, it's yeah. like manipulating your energy and directing it with like movements, chants and breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's, I was doing that for a little bit and then kind of like, now I just kind of do guided meditations or breath work. Like, I remember you sent me that breath work video. Oh yeah. Like that, a like, year ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was floating. <laughs> breath work yes. is powerful. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do that um, too. Yeah. Oh, so there's a, there's an app that I use because um, I remember you sent me that video and I didn't realize that it was Wim Hof who's like that yeah. breathwork guy. And then I was like, oh my God, that, later on I was listening to another video and I was like, I think it's the same guy. And it was, and uh, he has an app for those listening. Um, I think it's called the Wim Hof method and it's, it's guided. Like he guides you how to do the breathwork and it's pretty oh, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. So I'll try to do Yeah. That. He's like everywhere now. I saw him. I yeah. use the insight yeah. timer app for meditations. Mm-hmm. I saw he's on there too. Oh really? Like the breathwork guy. He's everywhere. Yeah, I ha- I have that. I app can too. hear it's his app. Yeah. I can hear his voice like as soon as I was yeah. like, "Who's in?" No yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so let's talk about um, flower essences and like plants and all of that stuff that yeah. you do. I love it. I love to see it. But, but for those that are listening that aren't sure like how to work with plants or like what a flower es- essence is, um, can you like go? describe that a little bit? Yes, I'd love to. So plants in general have supported my awakening in so many different ways because one, I think by this point, we know that plants are pretty therapeutic, which is why mm-hmm. like at the beginning of this pandemic, everyone like ran out and was like <laughs> buying plants and like starting to garden. Like all of a sudden everyone's yes. a plant person because we were like, <laughs> I guess just uh, intuitively seeking the support because that's kind of, that's plants not only do they make our breathing better but they have like yeah this way of like facilitating the energy in the room and um, I think especially if you have an instinct to be a caretaker of some sorts plants can really support you in that because they develop that ability to caretake not only the plants um, but yourself and other people like I learned so many different like metaphorical lessons just from taking care of the plants yeah and gardening and then flower essences specifically so that was one of those like rabbit holes I fell into but then like I I fell into the rabbit hole but then I started crying because I when I'm like learning about the flower essence it was like resonated so much yeah like I'm supposed to be doing this and it was weird because I had like bought like little bottles that hold flower essences. I didn't even know why I bought these bottles. I hadn't even heard of flower <laughs> essences. And like the week before I heard about it, I had these bottles. So it was kind of like divine cool. synchronicities. Lining up. Like, oh, I yeah. have what I need to make flower essences. So <laughs> essences basically carry the um, energetic imprint of the plants that they're created with. So it's like a very like alchemy type of process where you take natural spring water, um, the plants, and sunlight and you allow them to work together for the water to store the memory of the plant's energy. And then <laughs> that creates the essence, like explaining it. That's why I'm like, this is like a lesson <laughs> for me because still to this day, like on some levels, I know it doesn't make sense, but like when you work with them, you feel like it's a, yeah. like a knowing. And I think that's what uh-huh. it's really developed within me. And flowers, each and every flower has its own 
personality. It has its own unique way that it supports our, I guess, our emotional intelligence. So yeah, working with different yeah. flower essences can really help you in your spiritual practice um, of connecting with yourself, of releasing um, and of just observing patterns that are playing out in your life. Um, I like to work with them before I hit my journal because I find that the words and like whatever advice I'm seeking just tends to flow out a bit more because I really feel like it's the flowers like channeling through me when I'm mm -hmm. working with them. That so is that's so in a cool. nutshell. Yeah. Now, are there certain flowers that are like stronger than or like more potent than others? Or is it just like every one is different in, in like what they can bring out? I guess in a sense, you could say more potent than others because there are some flowers that are like really like intense that I wouldn't recommend someone who's new to flower essences start with. Mm -hmm. Like maybe like, mm -hmm. like more flower essences are more for like shadow work. So I would mm -hmm. think like there's one queen of the night. Um, it's a flower that only blooms at night and she is, oh. she is very intense. She will really help you face your shadows. So like she's doing, it's intense and it, she's doing good work, but it can be really jarring for you if you're like new to the practice. So yeah, there's definitely like softer flowers. You can start with like lavender is good for like, you know, just yeah. the, the normal things that lavender does calming yourself. It's really good for like spiritual protection, especially if you're like crown is wide open all the time, like mm. mine. So lavender mm -hmm. helps a lot. I'm just a <laughs> gentle one to start with. But yeah, it's really, it's really fascinating to find all the different ways that the flowers help. And I tend to find it by taking my drops to the flower essence and then just kind of channeling through like what are the messages that this flower has and I'll write it down before I research like what other people have found about it just to compare mm, so I, I know I that, that this is coming from like knowing from and you. I'm, I'm not just regurgitating something I found on the internet right no that's smart yeah and it'll that makes sense too because you are because flowers are obviously part of the earth and it's like connecting with the earth which is like where everything is connected. We could go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, but like, and also connecting with ourselves. And it kind of reminded me of like how different crystals have different, like are four different things. Exactly. Like and have different properties and stuff like that. And crystals are also like from the earth. You know, it, it makes sense that different flowers would have different, you, you could work with the flowers in different ways. So that's really yeah. cool. I need to, I need to purchase more because, um, I remember at the mastermind, you gave us all like little bottles oh, yes. and that was so awesome. And so how do you, you can put them under your tongue. You can put them in like a drink, right? I used to put it yeah. in my coffee or tea. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I tend to just put a few drops on my tongue or I just add it to my drink, mm -hmm. um, a few times per day. And just, cause yeah. anything that the drops fall into, it just, like the visual I have of it, it just kind of like crystallizes like the DNA of that particular drink because water liquid yeah. store memory of anything you add to right. it. Right. So, yes. Cool. So cool. So cool. <laughs> um, so now, and how long does it take to make those? Like how long do they sit in the little bowls? Yeah. So they sit in the bowls for like a few hours and then um, I preserve it with a brandy is like the most common alcohol that's used to preserve it so I have like a honey infused brandy which gives them like a really sweet like nectar like taste and then yes. it's preserved for like years after that so that's what I make my little dosage bottles that I, I send out oh sweet but, yeah <laughs> so they don't they have like a long like sh I guess shelf life 
Oh, yes. perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Even they even the dosage it. bottles. Yeah. As long as you don't, you make sure you don't touch the dropper to your tongue or any surfaces, mm. then it'll last longer. But some every now and then I will, and like bacteria grows inside of them. But <laughs> other than that, they're <laughs> okay. Okay, that's yeah. good to know because I still I still have mine and I was like I, I don't know if I you know because I also had like another similar bottle but it was essential oils which is different um right. and that like I was trying to use that and this was from the winter of 2018 and I just threw it out recently because I moved and I was looking at all my stuff and I was like no this is like separating I don't know it looked yeah. weird so I was like okay yeah. I'm gonna toss this <laughs> yeah I remember yeah. just shake it if anything's like floating around in there then just just let it go <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> let it go. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um, no, that's awesome. So, and then what about like other types of plants? Um, I feel like I, you're like the go-to person. Anytime I have like a plant question, I'm like, I should probably text Christina. I don't want to, I don't want to bother you <laughs> with my plant questions. Never bother me. Because <laughs> I, love I just, about plants. I, I want to like eventually have a garden and like right now I feel like the only thing I can keep alive are succulents, but I actually, I I'll tell you plant. something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she, she's doing okay for now, but I have, um, I have an app that I can, uh, you can take a picture of the plant and it'll let you know what it is. Um, I think we even talked about this once. Um, and I yes. actually am also, I think you'll appreciate this. I'm trying to, some of my plants died. I'm like looking at my porch right now. Some of my plants died and I'm trying to propagate is that the right word like I took oh, little yes. succulent like um from one of my plants I took them out and then I watched a YouTube video and like put it in water like I poked a little hole in like a plastic thing put it in water and it's sitting in my kitchen and every morning I will talk to them yeah <laughs> I'm like you're doing so great <laughs> because I heard that plants can pick up on like words of kindness Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was actually like a, like a scientific study where they had um, like one plant where they like cursed at it or like said yes. mean things and one that they said nice things to. And the one that received the love and affirmations bloomed and grew better than the other one that didn't was like literally sad. So that is wild. Yeah. Our energy yeah. transcends a lot of things that don't seem yes. super logical. Yeah. And right. isn't propagation just like amazing? I feel like that is one of the things that just blows my mind that like okay I can yeah. cut the limb off of a plant stick it in water and then I have a new plant like that's yeah amazing. it's <laughs> I know. taught me it's taught me like so much about abundance because I think the abundance of plants is like infinite mm -hmm. like you yeah. really can't get rid of a plant because it's always going to just keep coming back so I've actually been working on like translating the abundance of propagation from plants into like okay how can I apply this to my human life so that's been like a development I love that I love that and that just goes to show like the lessons that you can learn from plants from nature for sure for yeah. sure yeah even wow. just like gardening teaches you so mm -hmm. much about surrendering because it's like you plant a seed and you're not just gonna like dig it up and like do little things to make sure it's growing you just have to like let it go and let all you go. can really do is like hold space for it to grow not necessarily yeah. like be in control of the growth so it's taught me so much about surrender like the plants oh that have God. bloomed when I expected nothing like at the most divine timing it's like always in like synchronicity with your life so yes if you guys aren't gardening yet <laughs> yes start with yeah a plant that like speaks to you oh and like yes. I know that sometimes certain flowers I think we've talked about this before you've talked about it like on social media and stuff like how certain like 
plants or um, flowers will kind of like speak to you, you know, like how you're yeah. kind of like how you can be drawn to a crystal and like that's probably the one that you get. Is it it's similar with plants? Yes, and I think we can also notice. Like, I feel like most people have a favorite flower, and mm -hmm. in our minds, like, oh, it's because it's pretty or it's this color. But usually, if you like really like go into the energy behind the flower, you'll find synchronicities as to why that flower is so appealing to you. So like flowers in particular are really powerful because they teach you to be in your highest expression because flowers mm -hmm. are the highest expression of a plant. Like I learned um, that before like millions and millions of years ago, there was just <laughs> shrubs. There's just green, like there's just trees. Flowers didn't even exist. It was a part of like plant evolution. And eventually the the plant beings learned that they needed these flowers to speed up their evolution. So, you know, pollinators could come by, they could spread their seed a bit more. And I think working with the plants teaches us how to evolve ourselves. So we can be yeah. highly expressed too. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's cool. so true. Yeah. And now that just like the word or the phrase like plant medicine came to mind. So that's basically yeah. like what this is, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it's vibrational. Flower essences in particular are vibrational plant medicine, whereas like ayahuasca or even like essential mm -hmm. oils, that's like I would say physical plant medicine because it's actually interacting with the physiological parts of your body whereas um vibrational remedies like flower essences are working with your energy body mm -hmm. so it's like moving through your your aura and moving between all the dimensions of you yeah yeah <laughs> magical yeah. stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of plant medicine i haven't really talked about this on the podcast before, but um like what are your thoughts i know that you had a, a course about like conscious cannabis yeah. so i want to talk about that um oh, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. So what what got you started with that? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I have journeyed with cannabis for many years. Um, I didn't consider it a part of my spiritual practice until probably like the last couple of years. I started realizing, um, oh, this isn't just like you know having a glass of wine and like chilling or like watching a funny movie and getting the munchies like I was actually noticing that <laughs> if I like smoked and then like went to my journal what came out of me was like completely different than when I when I didn't smoke and I found mm -hmm. that it just like widened it widened my channel and helped me connect to myself in in deeper ways so I started considering it more like oh it's journeying with cannabis is a ritual it's a journey it's not there's so many layers of um, shame that I think society mm -hmm. has projected around cannabis to where I was not open about my cannabis use until this year. Like I felt like people yeah. would be like, oh, I can't take her seriously. She's just a stoner. Like these are just like right. the ideas I had in my head. So I, as a way of empowering that, cause I know I'm like, wait, it's actually not that. That's just like a false projection. So let me project mm -hmm. what I'm really like the truth that I'm embodying. So I created a course called Highly Conscious that um, teaches you and well, it leads you and guides you and just like releasing the shame, observing the stigmas. Um, there's a lot of like history as to why cannabis was positioned in this way that has nothing to do with it making you like not a productive member of society. Mm -hmm. And also um, just like making it a ritual and just guiding you in, in having cannabis rituals. So that was like really fun to create. That is so cool. Yeah. And I think anything when done consciously, well, not anything, but like in regards to this, when done consciously, it makes a difference. It reminds yes. me of, 
um, it reminds me of when we were in Hawaii with Ashley and we were, I think we were talking about like how, how sometimes like even consuming alcohol, like small amounts, like not like getting wasted, but like right. having a drink. I remember Ashley talking about how sometimes having a little bit of like a buzz can help with channeling. So, so, so I'll try to think about that now if I'm like having a glass yeah. of wine, I'm like, okay, how can I do this in a more conscious I, way? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's crazy. Even like thinking about alcohol because um, I've had to heal that as well because my, my relationship with alcohol because it's mm-hmm. a part of the flower essence alchemy process. And the reason is because yes. alcohol has the ability to capture uh, spirits within it. Mm-hmm. So um, when we consume alcohol, if we overconsume, we actually leave ourselves susceptible to being consumed by a spirit that we maybe didn't give permission to join. That's yeah, like, yeah. like when you black out, you're like, I don't know who that was, but what she was doing all that. Yes. It's like a, a literal, like yes. it's a possession. So yeah, that, yeah, the balance of it, but like, yeah, having a small amount and widening your channel that way. And, and maybe even inviting certain specific energies in when you're with alcohol can actually be a ritual mm-hmm. in itself. Yeah, totally. Your glass of wine could be a ritual too. Yeah. Yeah. I think going forward, I'm definitely going to look at it that way. And I remember, um, I remember when we, when I first tried the flower essence, I think I even said like, Oh, it tastes like there's like a little bit, I don't know. I could taste like, not that I was like drinking alcohol, but like, <laughs> you know how you can like taste a little bit. And then you were like, yeah, yeah. that's because I, I make it with it. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, and that also gets me thinking about like all the studies and research nowadays on psychedelics. Um, I don't know much about ayahuasca, but I know like like mushrooms and all of that. There's like a lot of research on like, I think it's becoming, the stigma around it is changing because sure. it's, I know it's been used to like help people with um, mental illness or, or mental, um, yeah, just with their mental health. So I don't know yeah. too much about like the study but I do know um there was a show I watched recently on that and how it's been helping people with like depression and you know all absolutely of those it's, it's pretty wild it's amazing to see it starting to be decriminalized in certain states mm-hmm. I have faith that it will be like widespread eventually because at the end of the day it's just the plant and the reasons that yeah. um it was and it's so healing and the reasons why they don't want us journeying <laughs> with it because I think there's like a like gatekeeping on consciousness happening with it so it's mm-hmm. really exciting to see it being set free again because it really can yes. be super healing oh yeah I've only done it twice and the first time was like one of the best experiences um that I've had and I, I you know oh, yeah so I was nice. gonna <laughs> I yes love it um I was actually I was nervous I was nervous to try it I did it with my um with my ex this was a couple years ago and we were in a good spot in our relationship so and he stressed like it's important to do with people that you trust and that you're not like you know definitely do it I would suggest anyone who's gonna try it do it with somebody that you trust and also be in nature like we were outside we were on the beach Um, it was, I remember it was 4th of July weekend. And I remember I took a very small amount because again, I hadn't tried it before and I didn't want to like go crazy with it. Um, but I remember the colors started to look more vivid, um, which was, which was really cool. 
And I just had like the best time. Like I, there were moments where I was like, and I remember telling him, I was like, oh, I keep forgetting that you're here. Cause I was just <laughs> in my own world. Yes. <laughs> and I remember just like laying down on this like little cliffside, just like, I don't know, staring into the sky and just was having like my own experience. And then this was, this was a few months um, after my grandma had passed away, who I was very close with. She passed away in May, this was July. And I remember we were walking to another spot of like the beach and I saw a ladybug like land on um, a branch or something like that. And I just started to like tear up a little bit. I was like, I think that's my grandma. Like I just had this experience and whether or not, like, I don't know, there was something about just seeing the ladybug and like I tied yeah. it to her. And so it was pretty cool. I felt like I connected to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe it. Cause it really can open up. I think it just like opens different lenses and it helps mm -hmm. you see beyond the veil. So, and like have like this yes. childlike curiosity and also childlike trust, which is what I think a lot of us lose in our journey into adulthood. And then- Yeah, the, totally. The, the plant medicine can just bring you back to that. So that's- beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how, um, I know we touched on this a little bit in the beginning, but like kind of how you got started in your um, journey to entrepreneurship. Like where were you before? What kind of oh, yeah. like made you transition into that? Yeah, so before, it feels like it was like another lifetime ago because this was like before <laughs> my, my memory reset, but I do remember <laughs> I was, um, I was, always seeking like this idea that I could enjoy like what I do for a living and I was just like trying different careers out nothing quite fit and um college didn't work out for me so I was like I think at this point the only thing I can really do is start my own business so I had a um I had a work from home job for a few years it was a fun job too so I was able to find like a fun job I was like a fashion stylist and then I started my <laughs> business as a um as a creative studio. So I was doing like graphic design, web design, and um, eventually I was able to go full-time with it within like a year of starting my business. And I was just like, really like tapping heavy into my my masculine side during this phase. Cause I was like, okay, stack paper, save money, get the clients, <laughs> do the things. And I was just like, always like plugged in like to my screens, always at my desk. And, um, I scaled my business pretty well, my branding business, but I think I scaled it a bit too well. And I hit like a breaking <laughs> point. And it was like, mm -hmm. at the, like, well, I'm going through the spiritual awakening at the same time. And I'm like, I had this point where I was like, none of this matters. You know, like, what is, what does a website matter if you don't know yourself? And like, I really felt called to just like, how can I, like all these things I've learned about self-development, how can I infuse that into what I do? So in 2019, the year we did the mastermind, um, I hit the reset button on my business and I went into like coaching and courses and I started just expanding the different ways that I could help people. And then now I find myself coming like a full circle. Oh my God. <laughs> it's okay I just knocked over my water bottle now I find myself I was doing the full circle with my hands the full circle moment coming back to where I started and like offering creative services again but just like with a different lens I think I just needed like a yeah. breathing point to be to mm -hmm. just, I guess like when you have an awakening it can be so jarring and if you mm -hmm. can if you have the liberty to give yourself some breathing space in your work let it happen because I'm, I'm pretty glad yeah, it was yeah. some of the hardest years like financially but at the end of the day I've survived and I, I'm here so yeah 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's something that like we talk about often on this podcast or I talk about often on this podcast is how like a spiritual awakening can be kind of jarring, like you said. Yeah. You know, it's definitely like it can kind of like rock you a little bit. Um at least that's been my experience and it sounds like yours too. Like, but it's it's preparing you for like the next level, you know, and I'm sure there exactly. were so many lessons that you learned from, you know, the the times that were a little bit tough financially. Like I know you and I have talked about this. Oh my God, I just got a flashback to when we were in Hawaii, like staring at the full moon and like writing in our journals and like pulling cards. That was fun. That was <laughs> random fun. memory. That, yeah. That moon was amazing. But I know. yeah. And I think like my spiritual awakening like leaned me heavy into like my feminine side so it's been like a pendulum swing I went from like masculine to like very feminine very in the flow and then now I find myself like swinging back to the middle Mm -hmm. and balancing all that I want to do still while still holding like a spiritual perspective I think that's what's evolved me the most it's just like my lens yeah 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 I love that I'm glad you brought up uh like feminine versus masculine because that's actually something that I don't think I've touched on on this podcast um too much so for someone who's listening who's like what does that mean yeah (laughs) can you kind of explain what that means yeah like masculine and feminine energies yeah so the masculine energies are more like the hustle the hustle mode the getting the work done like if you think of like I'm trying not to be too stereotypical but like (laughs) like the man is like the the hunter and then the woman is like the gatherer like the Mm -hmm. dancer and like Mm -hmm. it's just can you think of a way to describe it too (laughs) help me out here yeah no I think no I think that's a good way because that's that is in our society like kind of how men are viewed Uh, right not that it's right but that is like the it's just that's the masculine yeah I'm trying to think of how yeah it's, I'm like how do you say it? yeah it's like I'll a, just I'll just spew out what whatever comes out <laughs> like oh, so for me like the masculine energy was being in like hustle mode being focused on like production mm-hmm. and then when I was swaying in my feminine I was just like I just want to like flow and like yeah. and really. like nourish myself and love myself which obviously you need that but if you're just only on one side of the feminine <laughs> and one side of the, the masculine then you're 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 out of balance in a sense so right. it's been like yeah swinging back to the middle and like okay I do want to be focused on production and I do want to nourish myself it doesn't have to be one or the other Mm-hmm. so it could be both both and you know like right yeah yes exactly yes a lot of this is like all about the balance because I'm sure those listening have experienced that where they've been like in hustle mode and you know that that word gets a lot of um attention these days I feel like you know in terms of oh I'm just h- out here hustling you know but then it's like right that can also lead to like burnout um yeah like especially burnout and fatigue and like but you know it's it, like we were talking earlier how um it, it's just kind of like seen like that in our society to work x right. amount of hours per day x amount of hours per week and then you're considered like a hard worker um but if you get too far into that it's like it's not going to feel good that's why people are like oh i'm exhausted <laughs> after every right. week you know and then in the same sense the opposite is like like, like you said, just kind of like flowing and just being like, mm-hmm. which I, I think I've definitely teetered between the two as well. Like more hustle, but then I'm also other moments. I'm like more, more flowy. 
which they both yeah. have their good positive aspects but like I think a balance is good yeah <laughs> at the end of the day I think it's like a dance like some days you will sway more masculine some days you'll sway more feminine but as long as you know how to come back to your center then then you're golden yeah and I think that the reason yeah. I swayed so heavy into my feminine was because I was like that's what my my being was probably craving like okay we get it yeah like let's let's like yeah yeah let's let's learn the other side of it and um yeah it taught me a lot about like even like just detaching from societal expectations mm-hmm. that's why I was like getting tongue twisted like wait I don't want to like play up to these like gender norms and stereotypes <laughs> that have been projected on us but right yeah it's like the idea that we have to constantly be producing or like doing something in order to be um, an active member of society has had me questioning, like, maybe I don't want to be in this society. I know. <laughs> Get out this, this yes. matrix life real quick. Yes. Know, like, but yeah. <laughs> I think that definitely happens for a lot of people with going through a spiritual wake feel like, I don't, what's going on here? Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't belong here. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, yeah. And like, yeah, totally. I totally feel that. Um, so the matrix is an interesting, I was just going to ask you too, like, what is the, like a, I don't know how to explain it, like a principle in spirituality or something that you've learned that might be the most like, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Perceived as outside the norm. Does that make sense? Like, like, yeah, or like higher consciousness or like, um, why am I, what am I thinking of? Like Atlantis, like all of, like, what are the, what, what's something that you've learned about that? You're like, wow, this is like pretty wild and yeah. it's not, not perceived as norm, the norm in our society. I think the first thing that comes to mind when you say that and something that has stood out to me has just been like realizing that we are multidimensional beings, meaning there are like infinite dimensions of us existing at once and infinite timelines, which is like something that helped me a lot is learning about multidimensionality. Cause like I said, in the beginning of my awakening, I, I really do. I know it sounds crazy. I feel like I came here from another timeline. I'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. out why I think uh, <laughs> there was like some lesson I needed to learn here. Um, probably I, I know, I probably know why like having to do with like abundance and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there are just different timelines that we can step into at any given moment, but I don't know if there's like a clear cut path to like quantum leaping or anything like that, but just like exploring the possibilities with it and just like realizing my multidimensionality and everything I do, which is why I like have my hands in so many different types of things. It's because like we're multidimensional beings and society is like, no, maybe you should be on a one track path, have one career, do this one thing for the rest of your life. Like you're like one dimensional, but you're not. Right. No. Yeah. Constantly evolving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there, uh, you mentioned timelines, which is always a fascinating like topic for me because basically everything exists in the now, right? Like, and we have different, I don't know, I'm reading, I'm listening and reading Joe Dissa, who I've listened to and read before, but like, just especially now I'm like, this is in my life to be like diving back into his topics. And he talks about like, he focuses a lot on like the moment and how, everything that we want, like, and a lot of spiritual teachers talk about this too, how like, um, that we want, like already exists and it's just about us, like 
observing the react like I don't know like you could go down the rabbit hole with this and like YouTube helps a lot because they have videos on like quantum physics and quantum jumping and all that stuff right it's so fascinating <laughs> it is it's yeah. so interesting and I find like when it comes to just like aligning with those timelines the the most common thing that has gotten me there is just like surrendering like letting go like the moment I like literally let go not just say I'm letting go like I let go but actually like in my heart I'm like clinging on to my desired result um that doesn't work but when you actually like let go <laughs> which I don't know how to get there I think it just happens when it's supposed to happen that's when yeah. you align with, mm. with these other timelines so yeah and it's, it's an interesting journey of realizing that and just surrendering I, constantly yeah yeah that's a yeah surrender has been a huge les lesson for me this year as well I think for a lot of people actually globally <laughs> because of everything that's going on in the world it's kind of like we have no choice but just kind of oh yeah surrender to, you know, just kind of trust in a higher power and trust that like I don't know I don't know there's yeah yeah if there's yeah. one thing that 2020 is gonna teach us it's that for sure because yeah it's all like yeah. a lot of people have been able to do like just let go and see what happens yeah just take the wheel I know <laughs> <laughs> seriously yeah and and letting go is like it's not I was talking to somebody else about this too it's not giving up it's right. not like throwing in the towel with anything going on in life it's it's maybe it was Ashley. I think it was Ashley talking about this. Yeah. I'm going to give her credit. Cause I was, I did um, one of her uh, day like workshops and she was talking about go is, is like a, an active process that you do. Like surrender is like an active process that you every, every day. It's not just yeah. like throwing in the towel and giving up. Right. Yeah. It's really just like trusting. Yeah, that you're always on the right path no matter what's happening mm -hmm. you can loosen your grip a bit yeah which goes back to the flower analogy that we were talking about and just kind of right. like trusting that it's gonna grow like we're not when we plant a seed we're not constantly like checking up on it like are you here are <laughs> yeah. you here we're we're like needs to be done we're doing our part we're watering it or you know caring to it in, in whatever yes. way and then we just trust that it's going to be there yes and the plants will like definitely huge... teach you that yeah like I've planted I've planted nature. things and like they don't bloom until like 10 months later like and when I'm not even expecting it to bloom and it's like oh that's what surrender looks like <laughs> right right it's it's such a powerful lesson for humans because we want to have such a tight grip on everything <laughs> and we want to just be able to control everything which I think a lot of hardships and and pain and suffering comes from is like uh feeling that loss of control exactly. you know yeah so lesson for sure <laughs> yeah if you if you struggle with learning that get a plant or get a seed and plant it and just take notes take yeah. journal, see what the plant has to tell you yeah and I'm like gonna just do that. being an, an observer in the growth process there's like so many my yeah I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that with my flower essence and I'm gonna see what comes through. <laughs> yes. <Yay. laughs> so um, my last question before we go is like for the person who might be going through a spiritual awakening right now, what 
you know, and maybe it feels draining and kind of hard. What um, tips or advice would you have for that person? Or were there certain like spiritual teachers that you leaned on during that time? Or what kind of like, kind of like what advice would you have for the person who's like feeling like they're struggling, but they know, you know, that they're going through this shift? Yeah. Um, What's coming to, that's a good question. And what's coming to me is that you really, I invite you to just allow yourself to zoom out as much as possible like give yourself that bird's eye view of what's going on because so many times when you are just in it and you're just like why is this happening to me and you're just like heavy in victim mode but the moment you can just like zoom out and take a look at what's really going on um it can align you with whatever path you're intended to be on so like don't be afraid to explore different teachers if like there's a resonance there follow follow your resonance above all and give yourself the freedom to explore and see what fits. I love that. <laughs> Such a good reminder too, to zoom out. Such, I think we all need that reminder to kind of take, get that I bird's need, eye view. I yeah. need that reminder every day. <laughs> <laughs> zoom out. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, where can people find you? Where can people purchase your wonderful uh, flower essences? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can find me um, on Instagram at by Stina Faye and also at fairy essences where all like my flower and fairy essence fun stuff is at. So um, <laughs> it's spelled differently, not F-A-I, but F-A-E-R-Y and then fairyessence.com. Perfect. Find me there. Perfect. I will. I'm going to link all that stuff in the show notes so people Perfect. can find you. Um, and I'm definitely going to be buying more of those yeah. flowers. I'll keep you posted on what happens <laughs> what yes. through when I use those. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy to share um, as a gift for your podcast listeners. If you guys use the promo code lightworker on my website, you'll get 15% off. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. I'm sure they're going to love that. I'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. Yay. Okay. Thank you, Thank you for so much. Me. Yeah, this was fun. We'll this, do this again. It was. Always <laughs> yeah. a good time talking with you. Yes, yes, likewise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, Christina. Bye. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you took away many things and I hope it resonated with you guys. Um, again, if you want to follow Stina and get into her circle and just um, follow along on her journey and kind of be in her space and her energy. All of her social medias are linked in the show notes. And I wanted to mention something that I am working on that you might be interested in. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at underscore master your mind. If you follow me on there, then you've probably seen some of the things that I've posted about beliefs and belief work and how it's super important to, you know, become aware of the beliefs that you might have that are holding you back and and understand what to do to work through them. So right now I'm currently offering one-on-one mentorship for the person who maybe you're aware of some of the limiting beliefs that you have and you've been trying to work through them, but it's just like you're beating your head against the wall because you feel like it's not working. Or maybe you have no idea what the limiting beliefs are, but you just know that there's something in your life that you want to change and you've been wanting to change it and you're just not sure how to go about it or you feel stuck when trying to change it. Um, 
whatever the case may be, if you resonate with that whole notion of, of working through beliefs, then this is for you. Um, and what this is basically is, like I said, a one-on-one mentorship, and it consists of three um, personal one-on-one calls where the first call we go through what the belief is and if you don't know what the belief is then we just kind of chat about like what you're looking to change in your life and why you feel like it's kind of hard or why you feel like it's not working and from there we kind of just dissect what the limiting belief is because if we don't have awareness of what what it is that's holding us back then how can we change it right so that's what that first call is is really honing in on what the belief is and how it's affecting you and and what you want your life to look like what it is that you're trying to cultivate and what it is that you're trying to change and shift in your life and from there we come up with a system because the brain needs repetition in order to unlearn patterns or unlearn beliefs and and learn new ones our brain needs repetition it needs daily consistent practice just like with anything else that we're trying to learn so in that first call we come up with a system and a plan for you to be able to implement this work into your life daily Um, whether you're super super busy whether you have a ton of time on your hands whatever the case is this is a personalized routine for you that works for you that feels good and that fits in your schedule and the second call will be you know a few weeks after that and we just kind of do a little check-in and we see what's working and maybe what's what's not working so well how you're feeling what's going on for you um, if anything's coming up for you and seeing if anything needs to be modified in the routine that we create Um, and then the third call is the final check-in seeing you know how is it going with you and seeing if there's any other changes that we need to make in terms of the work that you do around your beliefs because again everyone's different in how they shift limiting beliefs and limiting patterns and habits we all have a different um, way of doing that so this is why it's important I think to work one-on-one with someone because personally I've had all of this awareness in the last year or so of beliefs that I have that are holding me back but it's kind of hard when you don't have that accountability at least I found it was kind of hard it was kind of hard to you know um, hold myself accountable and to implement it into my life daily without having somebody there that was checking in with me Um, and so awareness without the action is just simply awareness you know it is the first step but without the action we kind of will stay in that area of feeling stuck so the action piece is super super important and that's what I want to help you do I want to help you create a system and a plan that allows you to work through your beliefs and find the evidence in your life that the belief is is you know the new belief is being ingrained in you and in your subconscious mind and you know um, finding those methods for you that work that dismantle the old belief because when we don't do any work around our beliefs they stay there because they are in our subconscious minds they're automatic programs we have to break out of the program in order to um, become new basically and and make the changes that we want so as you can see I'm very passionate about this I love talking about beliefs and it's like it's funny because I feel like we teach what we most need to learn and if there's one thing that I need to learn (laughs) if there's one thing that I really need to cultivate and and you know bring into my life is how to bust through some of my limiting beliefs that have been around forever (laughs) that have been around within me since I was like a child 
right? So I feel like that's why I'm so passionate about it is because I can relate so much with limiting beliefs and how they can hold you back. And so I'm very excited for this. If this resonates with you, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at underscore master your mind. Um, that will be linked in the show notes as well. Also, you can, if you don't have Instagram, but you found this podcast somehow, you can email me. Uh, my email is at kelcordell at gmail.com. So I'm going to spell that at K-E-L-C-O-R-D-L-E at gmail.com. And you can always just make the title, um, the subject line, um, belief work inquiry or something like that. And, um, we can get in touch that way and we can just kind of go over more details about how the program works and if it's the right fit for you and all of that fun stuff. Um, so I think that was the only announcement that I had, uh, yeah. Also, as I always say, if you like this podcast, if you're loving this podcast, if these episodes are resonating with you, please, I would love nothing more than if you would give me a review on Apple Podcasts, if you can rate this podcast, share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram, let me know that you're listening, make sure to tag me so that I can see it. Um, I love to see, like, I love the feedback that you guys give me. I love it when you guys respond to my stories and say like, oh, this episode was so good. It really resonated with me. Like it will never be too much if every episode you reach out to me and tell me a takeaway. Like I, I love it because this is honestly a dream (laughs) to be able to do this. And, and I know that this podcast is, um, somewhat just con contained in my like inner my circle of followers on Instagram but I am hoping to do big things with this podcast and if you can review it and share it and subscribe and rate it and all of that fun stuff it helps to get the podcast out there and more visible to the people who would really benefit from it and resonate with it so please please do that I would love that (laughs) um and yeah, I think that's it for today. I hope you guys again loved the episode. Um, head over to the show notes uh, so that you can get all the details about um, Stina's Instagram and and my um, social media so that you can get in contact with me if you feel like the Belief Work program is for you. And with that being said, I hope you guys have a great night or a great morning wherever you are, wherever you're listening from. And I'll see you at the next episode. Bye.